I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Money Stepper Q&A podcast question 58. How should I go about setting goals? Today's question comes from Marilyn. It was actually asked about a month ago, but I've decided to save it for today because it seems more relevant with people setting their goals for 2016. Marilyn asks, I'm about to set my goals for next year, and I was wondering what you thought was the best way to set goals that I would actually achieve. I've heard about SMART goals, but do you think this is the best way to define my financial goals? Well, thanks very much for your question, Marilyn. Unusually, I'm actually going to refer to a podcast that I've previously recorded. It's actually a podcast where I was a guest on someone else's show, and it's a US-based show called Stacking Benjamins. Now, rather than putting the link into the show notes, I'm actually just going to add a replay of the interview, which fully explains why I set goals and how I set goals. The interview was from January 2015, so the start of this year, but don't worry, the theory behind setting goals isn't going to go out of date in just one year. Also, towards the end, there's some references about the 2015 Money Stepper Savings Challenge, which as regular listeners will know, this is now an ongoing challenge and we're getting ready for the start of the new calendar year in 2016. If you do join the challenge for the end of 2015, you can join for the reduced entry fee of £39, usually £99, and as a podcast listener, you receive an additional 10% discount if you use the promo code PODCAST. Anyway, enjoy this extract from the Stacking Benjamin show, and I hope that it fully explains my thoughts on goal settings and why I think goals should not only be smart, but in fact, they should be smarter. Smart goals are something that I find just kind of annoying because they become this truism. We keep hearing about how to smart our goals. So do you mind talking about smart goals first, what they are, and then Graham, how you've kind of twisted them? Yeah, of course. I first came across Smart a few years ago and probably 10 years ago now when I started working in the corporate world. I worked for a big four accountancy firm and I turned up in the first week that I was there. And I had a manager who came over to me and said, I need to set my annual objectives, as he called them. <laughs> yeah. And I sat down and I wrote the obvious things you're going to write down. I'll get promoted, get a pay rise, get a bonus, don't get fired, was really my goals that I submitted. So luckily, not to cut you off, Graham, but luckily they were all business related. You didn't have like play guitar with <laughs> David Bowie or any of the real goals in there. That's true. Although there probably would have been better goals to have. Though. Um, <laughs> he came back to me and he said, these goals aren't very smart. First of all, I thought he was pretty rude. That but, sounds totally rude. <laughs> but I went back to him and said, okay, what do you mean? He kind of explained what SMART meant. For anyone who doesn't know, it, it's an acronym which stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-bound. And I like those. By the way, I like those. And I have no argument with making your goals, well, I guess the word is crisper, right? To make your goals crisp and actionable. Well, it's a shame because we're going to have a falling out in this basement. I, think, I, I actually don't like them too. Great. It won't be the first fist fight we've ever had down here in the basement. No, that's true. That's true. I've heard Len gets a bit punchy down there. It's, it's horrible. 
Well, my problem with smart to cut into there is that the A and the R in there for me are, are too similar. They're achievable and realistic. And when you set a goal, um, if you define your goal just using smart, you miss a little something. And I'll give you an example to try and explain what I mean by this, that achievable and realistic are too close. Say last year in 2014 for you, Joe, you had a problem. This is a completely made up story, but I imagine it is completely true. That mum's neighbour Doug stole one thing thousand beers from your mum's fridge that happens all the time exactly so you're a little bit annoyed about this because three dollars a pop three thousand dollars that's coming out of your inheritance money eventually you don't drink in that away so you're going to set a goal for this year and you want to stop doug stealing as many and so you say okay i'm going to stop doug drinking or stealing one of those beers so next year in 2015 he's only going to steal 999 beers so your goal is to restrict him to that Now, it's a pretty obscure goal, that, but it's probably one you'll set in your life. And it is smart. If you go against all those things, it's specific. It's talking about your mum's neighbour, Doug. You can pinpoint the fridge. You know the beers that are going. It's measurable. You know, there was 1,000 green bottles sitting on that shelf, 999 green bottles sitting on that shelf. So you can count it down. And each one that goes is one that's now uh, in Doug's possession. Um, Whether it's achievable, whether stopping that scoundrel coming in and stealing these beers is achievable, I'm not sure. But you can look back and you can say in the past you achieved, he took a thousand. And so it probably is achievable. You can cut that down by one. And equally, it's realistic and it's time bound because you've said it next year in 2015. But what it's not, it lacks a bit of ambition and it lacks some aspiration. Because if you do achieve that goal, you're only $3 better off. You've only saved that one beer. And so when you don't have ambition or aspiration in there you can often set goals which aren't going to really take you anywhere so that's one thing i try to do with smart is i take out the achievable and i try and replace it by either ambitious or aspirational so you can set some goals that you really care about achieving maybe you can cut down the number of beers he steals by 50 percent or something more ambitious so what's funny about that is that I'm thinking as you're talking, Graham, about not just how angry Doug makes me, but also about what Michelangelo said, right? I mean, Michelangelo said the problem in life, this isn't a direct quote, I'm sure, isn't that we set our goals too high and don't reach them. It's that we set them way too low and we easily reach them and we never really get anywhere. Yeah, it's a great quote. Yeah, if you're not ambitious, you don't achieve the things you want to achieve in life. And sometimes they're referred to as stretch goals. I don't know if you use that term yourself, Joe, or if yeah. you've come across stretch goals. Yeah, I think so. At least I think I know what you're getting at, where you say, okay, I want to stop him not from stealing 999 beers, but let's make it 800. I don't think I can get that, but let's see if I can. Yeah, exactly that. So something that may not seem completely achievable or plausible in the position you're in right now today, but maybe something if you can knock down a few barriers on the way and you can improve yourself slightly and you can change the current assumptions, then eventually you might actually be able to achieve what you previously thought was impossible and and get to somewhere that you've always kind of dreamt of being. Now, you're very skilled with MoneyGram and you're also someone who, by following Money Stepper, you're very driven. How have you used that to stretch yourself in the past? Give me some examples of how you've used that to upscale yourself. Yeah, it's, it's a good question. Something I did a, a few years ago, it kind of transitioned from me going from my work life and putting those into my personal life. Because even after three or four years of setting those goals and having my manager tell me every year that I wasn't smart enough, I didn't really understand the importance of smart until I started moving that into my own life and then placing that kind of ambition and that kind of aspiration onto my own goals. So I think I did that with my personal finance goals each year that I set. I started doing it probably a few years ago now, three or four years ago. And I always monitor my net worth and I monitor my savings rate every year. And I decided to really, really look and have a deep dive into those and treat them like I would 
a company I was going into in my business. Because I always went into these firms when I worked as an accountant and looked at their profit and loss statement, where they were getting their income from, how they were cutting their expenses, how healthy their balance sheet was. But I wasn't doing that for myself. Um, so one thing I was hopefully able to do there, and I think I've succeeded over the past few years in doing so, is by placing more attention on that and having that ambition in that area and set myself some real stretch goals on kind of percentage improvements every year. I've been able to do things I wouldn't have thought previously were possible in ways I've increased my income that four years ago I wouldn't really imagine I'll be doing today. And equally on the expenses side, I've, I've educated myself around things that at the time I didn't even know existed and to be able to reduce that side of the equation. What would some of those things be that you had no clue three or four years ago and now you know? Well, I guess uh, looking from an income side and the source of my income, I, I say I'm working now, I always am talking now in the past tense because last September I finished a secondment, a stint that I was doing in France for two years and I was able to get myself in a position at that point where I could give up that street, that steady stream of income from a full-time job and move into the entrepreneurial world, both with what I'm doing over at Money Stepper and some other projects which supplemented by some income coming from some freelance consultancy work I do. And four years ago, I would never have imagined that I could have been in that position or even really considered that I was the type of person who could do that in the future. So, so that's, that's one good example. Yeah. So you weren't even really aware of, I mean, you knew entrepreneurs are out there. You didn't see yourself as this entrepreneurial spirit at the time. I knew Richard Branson lived on a nice island. That's pretty much all I knew about entrepreneurs. <laughs> and he did. So where's your island, Graham? Come on. Well, I haven't got it quite yet. Right. Maybe I'll steal his when I'm a little bit older. Right. You know, you have to have the time frame, right? I mean, specific, course, yeah. measurable. <laughs> Come on, pal. All right. But you didn't just do this. You didn't just make it stretch. And by the way, even before I ask this next question, something else you reminded me of, Marissa Mayer, who took over at the helm of Yahoo, said something very similar, Graham, to what you're saying that I found very powerful, which is she always sets goals that scare her. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Her. Because if they scare her, then she's going to take them seriously and she's actually going to go try to get them. And we've seen Yahoo stock has done very well since she's taken the helm. And I think kind of what you're saying here isn't just stretch, but make it scary. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. But you've added a couple letters now to the end of SMART. Yeah, let's make smart smarter, Joe. Um, I feel feel like you're just out doing your boss now. Your boss says you're not smart and you're going to say he's not smarter. (laughs) I'm going to say I'm smarter. Right, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's add a couple on the end. We've got E and R to make it smarter. So what smart's really good for is giving you that framework to be able to set your goals appropriately. But what it doesn't do is make you actually achieve those goals. And there's not much point 
in setting some goals if you're not going to achieve them. So what the E and the R stand for in Smarter is evaluated and reviewed. So the idea with evaluation is that as you're going on on a regular basis, you check your progress against those goals. And then as you evaluate your performance, you can make modifications to your behavior as a result. So if you're going back to Doug stealing beer from your fridge example, I'm not sure how long I can make this example last, but I'll keep going. (laughs) If after three months, he's already stolen 500 beers, so he's way ahead of of schedule, you need to kind of think that maybe you standing by the fridge between 7pm and 8pm every night as a bodyguard isn't actually working and you need to think of some new ideas to keep him out of there. And then the R to reviewed is, is kind of, there's two parts of it as far as I'm concerned. There's the part before you start where you can share your goals with other people and you can get other people to review your goals. Ah. Um, and if you can speak to an expert on that, that really helps because one thing they'll be very good at is telling you if you found the right balance between being realistic and being ambitious. So again, there might be someone who you speak to an expert in stopping people stealing beer from fridges. They think they probably exist. Yeah, I'm sure that's a big job. There's a lot of people that have that career choice. (laughs) I think I'd do that job if it was available. Wouldn't that Um, be great if it paid well? Yeah, imagine so. But he's got a great product. He's got a great idea. There's actually an automated force field that you can put around this fridge. And whenever Doug gets within five feet of the fridge, on it goes and he can't get through it. And so if that existed, your goal may not be as realistic as you thought or actually as ambitious as you thought in the first place. So hopefully people can give you some ideas and some outside perspectives that you've never really thought of before to help you make your goals as perfect as they can be. And the second part of Reviewed is, again, looking throughout the time period to check that your goal is still valid because, you know, as well as anyone else, changes changes happen in life. You can't avoid them. There's always external factors which change what you're trying to do, whether it be from a financial perspective or any other goal you've got. Um, so it's important to remain flexible and being able to review your goal in certain situations. Make sure you don't get demotivated later on down the line if you're not quite achieving a goal or equally, if you're doing much better than your goal was originally, you might think about reviewing and pushing up your goal a little bit and making it a bit more ambitious again. Two of the biggest problems I found when I was a financial planner, Graham, number one was was that people never evaluated and reviewed, right? I mean, they thought that if I just don't look at it, it'll be fine. Everything will take care of itself. And that yeah. was never the case. The other problem that I saw, and you see also, is that instead of sticking with a certain diet or workout regime or financial plan, they skip from plan to plan to plan because they're reviewing it, they're evaluating it far too often, and they're not giving the plan time to actually work. So what's the right cadence to have when it comes to evaluating your goal? Nice question. Nice word as well. Cadence. Like that a lot. Thank you. Uh, I don't come up with those very often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I think that's partly where um, the review at the start helps you understand. If you've got some financial goals and you're reviewing, if you can speak to a financial planner to give you that idea about what your time frame is and how often you'll be reviewing. It's definitely a very dangerous thing, as you speak about a lot on the podcast, of reviewing your goals too frequently, especially when you're talking about investments in the markets and if you've got a long-term investment strategy, kind of panicking when you hit the short term. I think a good thing for that is maybe accountability and having people you can talk to about your goal who are in a similar position to yourself. So that if your net worth fell 10% over the last three months and it's because a global recession hits again and the markets tumble, 
you can speak to those other people and you know you're not just in that boat and you're not just necessarily listening to someone who might be trying to sell you a new product or a new investment, but instead you're speaking to a lot of people who are in the same boat as yourself, um, trying to achieve the same goals. Having those lines of communication with other people, I think, really helps you keep you on the straight and narrow, ensures that you don't misreview yourself a more wider view from everybody else. Yeah, you're a biker, not a motorbiker, but a pedal biker, correct? Correct, yeah, yeah. I don't know the correct word. Is biker the right word? Uh, cyclist. Cyclist, maybe? yeah, cyclist is a better one. Biker means leather and Harley. You can't have, well, you got cadence, Joe, so you can't expect to get a cyclist <laughs> as well. I can't. I'm not one for two, though. That's horrible. <laughs> but as a cyclist, I mean, it's got to be like, for me as a runner, I'm sure you cycle with other people and that kind of keeps you going. Yeah, you've got friends who cycle. It's much more enjoyable and you tend to achieve a lot more when you go as part of the group. The running clubs aren't as popular as they are for the sake of it, are they? It's because people know that it holds all in that they will turn up every week because everyone's expecting them to. But also when they get there, it's just a more enjoyable experience when it's a shared experience. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I had no interest in running marathons and then I moved to Texarkana and all my friends are marathoners and now I've run 10, right? It's you are what you think about, I suppose. Yeah, it's contagious. Yeah, right. Well, and speaking of being contagious, at Money Stepper, you've got this cool thing you're doing in 2015. So not only have you set goals, Graham, you're going to bring people along with you. Talk about that. I was really looking forward to hearing one of those famous segues live, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible segues, right? (laughs) You're famous for them now. (laughs) But that was a better one. That one wasn't horrible. I could have said, speaking of cycling, let's cycle over to what you're doing in 2015. That would have been a bad... (laughs) You could go on all day. I could have, yeah. (laughs) Well, we've started the Money Stepper Savings Challenge. And effectively, what we're trying to do there is expand this level of accountability and community um, amongst a lot of people who who are striving to achieve the same goals. Specifically, well, I think two of the most important financial goals of improving your net worth and trying to maintain a high savings rate. So the amount of money you put towards your savings and investments divided by your amount of income. And the idea is to get as many people as we can involved in the community there. So we can all be a big, basically a big running club or a big slimming club for for personal finance so that we can all help each other. We can all egg each other on. Selfishly, I basically want a lot of people to come and shout at me and tell me what I'm doing wrong. And hopefully, again, from a selfish point of view, I, I can improve my own performance. But just not to cut you off, Graham, but it's funny because I was having this discussion with my son. He's home in his winter break, going back to school. And we talked about the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. And unsuccessful people don't want anybody to give them advice. They tone them out. Whenever anybody says, hey, you might be doing this wrong, they take it the wrong way immediately, right? They get offended. Very successful people, as many people to give them advice as possible. You don't have to take it all. But I love what you're saying about you want people to shout at you to tell you, hey, you could do better because that keeps you going. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, idea generation, you don't get that by just telling people that they're wrong and you're always right. So, Even though we know the truth. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. I cut you off there just to make my brilliant point. Yeah, sorry. As I was saying, we're trying to get all those people as we can involved into one group. Um, We've got, you know, try and keep that communication flowing, Facebook groups, commenting on the blog, have our own podcast as well. We're just getting people talking and trying to... It's not as strict as a kind of a mastermind group as such, but it's just getting people together and getting people in that one big virtual room where where we can all learn from each other. A like-minded community. Exactly. So my last question, man, is this. If there is one overarching thing you hope to get through people's heads about creating better goals in 2015, you got somebody for just 20 seconds, what would that be? Write them down. Make sure they're smarter and 
make sure you really want to do them. A lot of people set goals, and especially around New Year's time for resolutions, uh, just because for the sake of setting goals. But think about what you really, really want in the long term and then design your shorter term goals to meet that, that end dream. Well, I hope you found that useful. Um, one last suggestion. If you want to understand why we chose the goals we did for the Money Stepper Savings Challenge, i.e. the financial dream, the net worth, annual improvement and the average savings rate, then go to the show notes, moneystepper.com forward slash question 58, and you'll find a link there to an article which we've previously written, which is entitled Gargantuan Goals Are Great. That explains exactly why we pick those big goals and why we encourage everyone else to set and try to achieve those same goals. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.